0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to one more another session of Mountain Peak. Today we have a special session. We're calling it Spaces. This is in collaboration with Boxpeak and Trice. Uh, again, good friends. Uh, thank you for being here, and thank you for the online audience as well for being here. Thank you, Anba. Good to see you, man.
1: Thank you, sir, for inviting. Honor yeah, for sure me. Thing.
0: yeah. Today. Um, we have a very interesting guest. I usually have very interesting guests, but today it's a special, really special. We have Major Sunil Shetty, senior, uh, uh, and are currently an entrepreneur with us. And right before this session, we were having chat about what has happened in supply chain, and I find there a lot of similarities. Both of us come from a sort of four background. Our dads have served in Indian Air Force, uh, even into army and there, and I came into academics, which is almost like a war zone, man. It's almost like a war zone. Every day we have got battles and fights and stuff like that, but we'll talk more about it later. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. sunil for joining us today. Thank you. We just met a few weeks back and we instantly hit off and we said, we need to take this discussion and conversation forward, and he has very kindly agreed live all the way in Sanipuri, but travel down and a meeting in person here. So the first thing that, so as a background, what I just told you, what we are talking about are interesting life trajectories and what lessons can we draw from them. A lot of students are going to join in, but others also have, I think, curiosity to know as to what, what makes as of now a successful entrepreneur. Being a fortune, how does it, do it stuff like that. So, the first, I think the talking point is mostly in terms of tell us where you are now, and then we'll walk backwards and see how did you come to
1: this. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And I, as I will always say, connecting students always make you feel younger. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you for Bugspeak and Market Speak and Tries for the opportunity. So, uh, where am I currently? Well, uh, I'm going to be the founder of uh, MyStarky, an exclusive media platform uh, for startups, of startups. Uh, when I say startup, it's not just the founders or the startup, it's the startup community, which is stakeholders, you know, enablers, you know, be it incubators, right? uh, VCs, angel investors. So, Enablers, it's a, it's a platform. The whole idea of starting this was to have a single platform where it becomes like a watering hole for all of them to come and get what they need. So what did startup need? They need to connect with, you know, mentors. Connect with investors. What what are the investors looking for? Startups to explore if they can invest into. Enablers looking at bringing various partners to work with. So that's where that's the you whole. Know, uh, that's how my startup TV was born. Uh, it started out as an online TV channel. Uh, we added. Going forward, uh, then we rea- quickly realized that there was a need for an e-magazine. We added an e-magazine and podcast. So, quickly, I'll just take a couple of minutes more to just elaborate on what, what we do. Uh, though we have an online channel across social media, but we the DNA is of a mainstream media, which is uh, we broadcast 24 by 7 across all social media. Uh, we do daily news bulletins like the news channel. but. Our, Everything that we do as a content is around startup, right? So we have a you know in studio news news that goes out. Uh, we have panel discussions again around startups. Uh, we have various programs. So programs are like you know founder talk where founders come and talk about their not about the journey but about the about the company or a product or the service. Then we have entrepreneurship, show. Uh, we have womenpreneur show. We have soldierpreneur show. Soldiers are turned entrepreneurs. Uh, we have MSME show, that's where the OBLA story right. fits in, right? Uh, what are you talking about, the million? No? Yeah, million the, story. So that's an MSME show. Uh, like that, we have numerous shows. We also do reports on various, uh, like, there was a report on uh, India crossing 5 billion transactions. Yeah, you I you saw that right? on your website. Yeah, book, so we right. did a report on that. So we would do reports like that. We also would do features mm-hmm. on certain, you know, maybe a product or a company, so everything that we would see in a mainstream media is what we do, but online. online right? uh, so this is for the ecosystem on the whole. Then the magazine, which is called My Startup Life, which is an e-magazine for now, about 10,000 subscribers, uh, it, it is for the Zen Z. Okay. So how do I talk to them about Bitcoin, blockchain, metaverse in a distilled form? So they, you know, easy to digest, right? Easy to understand. So the magazine is aimed at Gen but we saw we found it was becoming more and more popular with everybody else, the millennials and everybody else, right? Uh, and the podcast. Podcast is for people on the go, but podcast is primarily in Hindi as of now, and we would also uh, have English podcast. Podcast is available over 50 different uh, platforms: Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of them. E uh, magazine goes through emailers for subscribers. Uh, and our TV channel gets uh, gets uh, uh, traffic from about 48 to 50 countries, give and take, mm. uh, from different parts of the world. Uh, right. we, have, we have got uh, we have been, uh, the few countries that have reached out to us asking that if we could launch the same thing there. Oh. And US is one of them. Our second highest traffic comes from US. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's in, you know, just as that. And so I was going through your bio. So this is in two and a half years, is
0: it? Yes. Two and a half years with two okay. years of lockdown. Oh my
1: God!
0: Lockdown has been. I mean, we have been really productive in lockdown that way.
1: Uh, so what we started off, I still remember when we started in August of 2019, mm-hmm. and we would reach out to entrepreneurs and say interview over Zoom, and they're like, "Why Zoom? Yeah, I can't come with a camera and do it." Not realizing it, it costs you money, right? Yeah. And and uh, but then we were saying. Please see the mainstream media. Perfect. They also do it through Skype, Perfect. but they would not understand it. They would not. Uh, so some of them were happy to come on the channel, but many of them would say no to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is all the points I would like to touch upon, everyone, as to as they say, any media is good media, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so many of the entrepreneurs think only if Times, now or Republic or or the you know of the world can cover you or Times. Uh, uh, Times of India or the business and covers you, uh, it is it is it's coverage. True. What they don't understand is any coverage, especially in the digital world, any coverage is good coverage. Is good coverage. Even if tomorrow a school kid calls up and says, like my son does a YouTube channel and a podcast, right? If he calls up and says, you know what, I want to do a interview with you. Just say yes, yes. because what you're doing is you're leaving a digital footprint of yours, okay. which is discoverable out there in the space. And that is what is important today. The more dots you have as your footprint, the faster and easier to be you know, located on the ground. When somebody Googles you out, you're there. Mm-hmm. So that we used to have the challenge. But thanks to lockdown. Thanks to lockdown. I, to I'm so to, glad somebody is saying that. Thanks, so thanks to, to lockdown. lockdown uh, because what happened is everybody was on Zoom. Right. So it was easier to tell them why didn't you come over on our channel. Mm-hmm. So people you know, started accepting it as a way of getting interviewed, right? So we have interviewed over seven hundred entrepreneurs mm-hmm. so far. I think I can claim this that we are world's biggest, you know, library of content on startups. Start-up. On well. startups, nobody else has. You can check out YouTube. You can check out anywhere. We have over thousand, you know, content out, and our content is not thirty seconds content. Yeah. Uh, we took a very conscious decision not to be an influencer model,
0: mm-hmm. which is hey,
1: I am Sunil Shetty, come and see this. We didn't want that. We wanted to have seriousness to it. Because when I bring, my, and this is what we do, when we invite entrepreneurs, we tell them, it's a business channel,
0: okay.
1: either come in a tie suit, open collar, or in your branded t-shirt with collar. You can't come on the channel without any no, of these no. Because, you know, if you are not, you know, if you are not serious about your brand, we are. Mm-hmm. So, so we have kept certain things very clear that it is a business channel, like the mainstream media, just that we are online. Absolutely, I think mean, that makes tremendous sense. In fact, um,
0: I'm so glad that you brought up this idea about serious journalism and serious talk, because what we are seeing is that 30 second, one minute, two minute, and we have the idea of spaces. That we're doing right now. It came from a discussion I had with Subin and Nabil, who's been joining us soon, where we said we should have places where we could, like what you what you called as a watering hole. I know a lot of people would like that that explanation. But there must be a place where people could come and sit and talk and discuss stuff, it meant. So we are in that, I'm also a fan of this long form where we say, let us sit and talk. I, mean, I know a lot of people may not have time to watch it, but that's okay. And we should still document stories which are not familiar in that sense, but yeah. which are more in depth. And I'm glad that even in digital, you're planning to have stories which are
1: in depth and not just... Uh, 30 seconds and then you know yeah, it's done yeah. even before you know what it is so okay that has its own space yeah it has right? its own space its own so. space now that you can write it off but then the reality is that when you when you talk about business it's a serious thing right uh, so so that's why one of the reasons why i am against is three minute pitches at pitching events right so i always wonder why though i've been myself part of some <laughs> pitching, sessions, pitching but then, sessions i always feel bad for the entrepreneur that he or she has to, you know, compress Stim all that vision into, into the 30 seconds and put it out. I can understand that the VCs or the angel investors don't have time to listen to your you know, for one hour, but then, you know, if, if there was a way to do it, be better than that. So that's where my startup TV has been instrumental in actually connecting more a dozen startups with angel investors, mm-hmm. you yeah? so people connected with us, talked to us and asked us, oh, we would like to go through this. Do you have more information? Mm-hmm. And that inspired us to actually change the format. Okay. We used to just put the video content. Mm-hmm. Then we realized that, yes, most of the engineering investors would not want to, you know, directly reach out to the startup because for various reasons. Right. So we said, what can we do? Can we add some more information about the startup? So the investors uh, or mentors can scroll through, read a little bit more, and then probably make the choice as to whether they want to connect with them. So our new upgrade website would have all that. So when you feature a startup, we would have those information about the startup. So it gives kind gives them, you know, apart from interview, it gives them a little more. I think that, I
0: think that's that's really required right now. And Navin, uh, Naveen, uh, who, who is the founder of Trice, the web platform, he always has this idea that boss, I've worked hard on this startup and now you may, give me 30 seconds. 30, take, give me one slide, and then boss, I've given my life to it, and you want me to talk about it in 30 seconds. But in case, I mean, in some places, of course, the yeah. PCs may not have time. Um, I just wanted to take you back again. And say, so, this is where you are right now, but how do you reach here and what all? Let's start with the education collapse and then we can build that story. Forward.
1: I definitely don't want to go to my schooling. My marks <laughs> are, are, are as good as we But can That, be- that itself is <laughs> a good story that marks,
0: yes. oh, they are good to
1: have, but it's okay. So, I have used this uh, many times, I've tried to tell my son about The marks that I got in 10th grade. So I do I told him this, and my wife was always like, What's the idea here? You know, <laughs> because wife comes from a topper, you know, she's been topper all through. She's one of the uh, uh, fifth women cardiac surgeons in India, uh-huh. and she's the first uh, cardiac professor, cardiac thoracic professor, Cardi- surgeon thrasic. from mm-hmm. Telangana.
0: Okay.
1: So you know, I married a girl who was like much more educated than me and much more powerful in you know, all, you know, like tick boxes. Sorry. So Whenever I, I, I said this to my son, I can see on his face, and I've shared this everywhere. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just let me share. It, ask you this question: What do you think would be my marks in tenth class in tenth grade? Did you go to which school? I went to, to I went to KV kendra Vidyalaya. Which Vidyalaya was? Oh, okay, I And nothing to my school. My school did everything to ensure <laughs> I got the best marks uh, with all due respect to all my gurus, my teachers. They did their best. It was I who was at fault. So, my marks are no reflection at my school and my coll- Let and me my take a guess. Teachers. 47. Okay, what next? Another one. Let, let others give a number. Okay, I will not let you do that. You will never come. 36.5. <laughs> okay, and uh, and, I, and I failed my uh, uh, maths. <laughs> and I got 17 in my maths. And uh, that's why I keep saying that 17th Ankara has, has a connect with me because my wife is born on 17th part. <laughs> So I said, that's why I got 17. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's kind of, I keep telling my wife. Uh, and I was lucky that those days, if you fail one subject, you could pass. okay. So as long
0: as the overall was about 36. 36 oh, 36
1: was the 35. 36. 36. 36. I got 0.5. <laughs> so now, 36.5. And when I finished my master's in UK, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the top distinction. Mm-hmm. Right? How does that happen? Okay. And I always tell my son that it's not because... You are not capable of it. It's just that you don't apply yourself to it. Because my, my discussion was cricket, playin, 86. You know, 83 uh, country country uh, Everybody country. wants to play World <laughs> Cup. I'm thinking I'll become a world, you know, Sunil Goskin needs to be my, you know, uh, you know uh, favorite. And that, you know, think oh, I want to become the next Sunil Goskin, not wear a helmet, you know, while you're playing. Because you're trying to do that with your, you know, the one you uh, connect with. And I spent all my class 10. I still remember exams say exam so I and then those days you had to put, directly write a final exam. Mm-hmm. There was not that installment system. Yeah, that no installment had, right? system. So directly exam. Declined. And I was blank. I had no idea what I was doing. But anyway, so when I did that, now this is very important that I want to share why I said this. When I applied for uh, intermediate, uh, I think the college is no more. It used, it used to be in Panjagutta called Chanakya College. Huh? Okay.
0: Chanakya
1: College know, in Panjagutta. And with great difficulty, you know, the principal accepted my application because 36.5 is not You know, and uh, and I still remember my dad used some kind of connection to get me there. Uh, so I went to uh, Principal Bulaya and then he said, oh, So I told him, Maths, Physics, Chemistry. But he stabbed me. But my dad, he said, "You've got 17 in math, and, I, and, and and trust me, I was not joking with him. Okay, but I you wanted, really wanted
0: to do PCM.
1: I wanted to do that because I wanted to prove, and I'll tell you why I, I I've been doing this all my life. Okay, I wanted to take math because I wanted to prove that 17 I got not because that was what my intellect was. Okay. It is just that I didn't apply, okay. and I wanted to go back and correct it. And I have done all my life." corrected my mistakes or my failures, wherever I fail, I'll share that. So uh, he didn't give me, obviously, he wouldn't have given me. I got PPC uh, and I ensured that by the time, I, I don't know how many of you have 88 batch uh, intermediate, uh, those days getting first division was like newspaper, mm-hmm. right? So like, let's start the first, first division. Mm-hmm. First division I, I, types, right? thing. And I remember not sleeping that night. Uh, and some because I had some friends, so they called up and he said, "Oh, you're in first division." <sighs> okay, and my dad couldn't believe it. <laughs> this guy jumps from thirty-six point five to first division. right I think I got seventy or percentage. And then I did my. Uh, then I went to PG college, Kendra Again, very difficult to get in that time with seventy percent because again competition was all tight. together. But by the time I reached to seventy, others went to eighty, right? <laughs> so finally, cut off me by uh, you know got into that. And uh, I did NCC three years. Okay. In spite of doing NCC three years, where second year, because I was preparing for R.D. parade, right? Again, a mistake going back and correcting me here into the lesson. So uh, R.D. parade was like whole year you had to be there. You had to do about 10, 10 camps. So as a science student, you are missing on all practicals. You are missing out on everything, right? In spite of that, uh, so I went to Rajpur, did the march there uh, in the contingent as part of wearing NCC, uh, and then. Came back, wrote the exam, did the final aggregate, got 60% plus, but second year was low because it pulled my percentage down in practical because I was not there most of the time. Here was the second thing of as an experience on Rajpar. See, in my life, very few times I had self-doubt, mm-hmm. very few times. And I, li- I have lived with those, you know, so Rajpar, you get a chance to lead the contingent. Perfect. And my, I had one of the best drills, right, because my father had left, you know, when he was in NCC, he led the Cambridge and, you know, and that's where he here, okay.
0: right.
1: So I always wanted to do that for my dad, right. So, uh, for some reason, I hesitated to say that I will do, I, I will partake part in the community. No, you you, didn't, volunteer, you didn't volunteer. I didn't volunteer. Okay. And I don't know why, but I didn't. There was this self doubt. That you're good enough or not. Yes. And I didn't get it. You didn't I, ask I, I, it. Didn't I didn't it. ask, That's why I always say, Maximum, what you not Go and ask. The worst that can happen is they will say no. Beyond that, nothing. Why do, but why, why should you hold back? Go and ask. So, uh, this is for the guys. Huh? Go and ask the girl. Maximum <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> okay. yes. Okay. So, and I, I'll tell you how I corrected that. So, on Rajpar, we did the march I was in the first file, so you know. You still get to be in the front. But trust me, it kept breaking me. And you should have been leading. That was in 88. Then I should have at least tried it. Right? I got a redemption, 50% redemption, 50% of your hoga, which I'm trying to. Uh, so 50% redemption was when I joined the army and my unit was in Fezabad, uh, opportunity came for my unit battalion to march for Chabiz January in oh. Alabar. Which unit was this? Twelve. <laughs> you volunteered. And I did it. And the day I passed, in the, you know, because I saw you calling the sword. Correct. You know, when I did that, mm. I passed by. I, I, You know, for me, 50 yeah. percent redemption was done. Because by 50 percent, Rathbath is still there. And I will do it. Yeah, because experience in the condition. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I told one of my senior officers, he said, next time, will oh, so so okay. yeah. I So, will I want to be there. So, that is how I have, you know, done in my life. It somewhere I failed, couldn't do something, I have tried to find a way to go back and redeem myself. Because if you don't do that, you'll always kind of think about it. It keeps pricking you, sure. right? So that was college degree. And I, just to
0: have, just to sum, not summarize, but to get one thing out of it is And I keep saying it, if you don't ask it, you don't get it. You'll have to ask for it. I mean, you'll have to stand
1: up, volunteer, raise your hand. And be prepared. The worst that will happen is no. Yeah. And, and do better next time yeah. I mean, you get one no that doesn't mean that it is
0: not going to come next time yeah. you do something else and then again raise your hand and say I am going to do it, stand yeah. I think that's very important and, and just there I was just listening to a podcast this morning he says you stand where you sit hmm. and I, I, mean, I was reflecting on it it is also what the other thing we are talking about which is about experiences and what, what moments you are part of yes. you have to be part of moments to be able to Capture that opportunity as well. Yeah. If you are just sitting at your place doing the basic, you will never get those opportunities.
1: Yes. And then you do not even raise your hand. Yeah. Very you do not even raise your hand. I mean, you didn't even put yourself, you didn't even give yourself a chance. Yeah. So, so it's wonderful. that think, was my so degree. Degree and then you joined. No, you Then. Out. then, uh, again, so this is one thing. The other side of me has been, if I find something interesting, uh, I want to give myself a shot there. right? Mm-hmm. So I, I was about to finish my graduation in when uh, I started seeing people were doing so all these uh, you know, courses, English language, sorry, foreign language courses. So I a So I enrolled there to do, learn Russian. Mm-hmm. Now why Russian? Because I always thought uh, that I will become a fighter pilot in the air force. Okay. And I uh, heard Rakesh Sharma in
0: uh, you know, space. space
1: me, uh, in, uh, in, in, the, in one of the interviews, he had said uh, that if they had learned, if they had known Russian before, it would have been faster, you uh, know, learn. I said, okay, friend, I want to a fighter pilot, I want to go space in space, so I will learn Russian See, that is the kind of thought you should have, right? So I have given answer to myself, I will join Air Force, I join pilot, the will go to space so I will learn This is doable here, right? So I joined the uh, CFIL, started learning uh, Russian. And the encouragement was that there was a Russian teacher uh, young looking, So uh, you know, inspiring. inspiring and we kept, you know, going, not miss any class. Uh, but, but then I, that's the time when journalism uh, opening was. So I, I got into Osmani University uh, for journalism. Right. Uh, this is after your graduation.
0: After graduation.
1: Okay. You started okay. your PGA. So 92 was PGI had started uh, and I was doing Russian. Okay. And, uh, that's where I appeared for my exam and I got through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: SSV and and then choice was now the second thing, right? No mm-hmm. rather. The choice was do I finish my graduation or join the army. Right? Uh yeah, one step back. I was playing for while while I was doing my second year. I was I used to play for a, a league, district league cricket. Okay. Right? So I was opening batsman, I used to play for that. So choice was Sunday given match hota tha, or Sunday ke din NCC ka parade. or and my dad said, Beta, you have to decide, right? So I still remember that I came that day, missed my, uh, did my parade, missed my toss and he reserve. So I said, yeah, life is going this is very common. So we, so we have also a cricket
0: place and people don't turn up at 6.30. So I
1: said, you know, life is going to do this to you. If you don't take a call, if you come after the toss, you'll end up being on the reserve. So I said, you know what? Here's a call i i had a kit I used to go to Gymkhana also
0: mm-hmm.
1: Kit yeah I still remember this was 89s uh, I just threw it on on the old okay. shelf paper okay. and i didn't uh, I didn't see it till about uh, 90 uh, 2001 mm-hmm. i didn't touch it I just threw it so I've been doing this in my life the day i decide it's closed chapter done yeah. because you cannot get stuck with that forever so uh, so yeah coming back to here so so now again the same thing you know i said you know what I oh, join karta hu complete karun. right so journalism journalism you could do later like I, I could. so what i had done was again as a student right whenever you so this is what i see when they want to do students so case study hoga thesis likhna easy hota hai library you know do that's the become you not have to go to library yeah. google liya, so that's
0: the
1: wrong thing to do like manager of journalism, I did my my, my thesis was on 1971 war. Okay. My dad had got all the clippings from 71. So I said, might as well let's use this. So before I joined the army, I had completed all the basics that required. Only thing I had to do was write an exam. Mm-hmm. Right. So there I went and joined the army. And the army was the first holiday to come back and write the exam. Okay, your journalism exam. I came back and wrote my exam. Mm-hmm. And finished that was with my. So, this is
0: right after your training then?
1: No, not after the training. So, after I, you... I got commission 94, Correct. 95, 97, because I was in Burma and all that. Achoo. So, after the thing, then I went to YOS and I said, okay, you no, know, I timed myself in such a way that I was for exams, I was here mm-hmm. and I took the exams, took my. So, I finished that. Now, that how did that help me? When I left the army and came out, I was, I was ready to go to journalism again. Yeah, there you had some backup. Or, um, I was very clear. There are only two things that give me rush. One is the gun, the other is the camera. So camera I wanted camera. to go back to the, not in front of the camera, <laughs> <laughs> behind the camera. So uh, so yeah, so joined the army. Uh, army was again quite an adventurous journey. I was My first posting was on uh, Manipur. Manipur uh, and most of my time was on India, uh, Burma, water, Myanmar water. And that is where I did. Uh, you know, I volunteered for an operation. We will keep that for another day. It's a long story, but I I, okay. I was CI operations, CIA operations, and uh, uh, that is where I ended up getting the Wizard medal, gallantry okay. medal. So okay. that was there, and then uh, then uh, uh, and as luck would have it. So again, this is something that we can't predict. Like when you are join the army, so I'm from the short service, right? So a day before you know one of the instructors came and said, Okay, how many of you opt for permanent commission after five years? Mm-hmm. I remember there are half and guess what? I was the first one to leave after five, after six years, right? <laughs> six years. And uh, this is after cinnamon. Yeah, right. And, and that's, so you would have been a very nice trajectory by that time. I mean. yeah. God willing, I you would have been good, right? So this is where the other learning comes in, right? So I got injured while in the army and uh, it was a Training exercise uh, injury, but I was downgraded as we have the shape on category yeah, And this incident where my unit, which asked me to move in the peak of the Kargil war, from so I I, I discharged myself from the hospital. I went straight to my unit to in Punj. To mm-hmm. And I had plaster. I had the plaster on my. Mm-hmm. Uh, my senior said, "You know what? You got to go to another unit because we're You can't be here." And in spite of my all protest that no, I'm here, I want to be here. I was sent to another unit. And I kind of thought, damn, no, I never wanted to be in this situation where right? And then, you know, because I didn't join the army, as I said, you know, I want to be in the thick of the action, not away from the action. So I took a call, I'm to leave on. Okay. And uh, as I said, when I take a call, Rose, hoops. So all close. So I said, I'm I'm living and I still remember 2000 a new year ushering in uh, on the border DCB, Punjab border and I was thinking and I said, it is possible that this injury will not get upgraded, which means I will keep moving away. So as a leader in the army, you've got to be in the front doing everything in the infantry, what, what your soldier is doing, right? I can't ask my soldier because I've got a you know, you, bhai, aap mera you, carry karo. you lose your respect from your soldier and I would never have that, right? But today also when I go with my guys, you know, it's not that I'm the founder, so I will not carry the tripod. You know, what they do, I do because they would respect me only if I do, if I'm ready to dirty my hands, sure. right? So uh, that's why I always say as a leader, are you ready to do that? It doesn't matter how big is your company, how many people work for you. Again, I will touch that in Afghanistan. Right? <laughs> so, I closed the chapter, came out of the army. Uh, I used that one first one one-year period to sell assemble computers in CTC. Hey, Here. Not. Again, an experience, I will touch that. So, computers <laughs> time Yeah, Sanjay, who was <laughs> actually with HCL, he also sold, not the assembled ones, but the
0: actual ones.
1: I <laughs> आपके so 2001 I got married uh, uh, the girl I wanted to okay she's my wife is from Punjab and I'm from Bangalore south down That's south correct. okay she's you lived in
0: Hyderabad most of the time yes
1: uh, yeah and uh, she also come from the armed forces. okay so anyway so I was lucky there to find a girl who was ready to so when you I got married I, when I got married I think I had about uh, fifty thousand rupees in my right? okay not I still remember my wife's, one book for certain oh, yeah. 25,000 rupees. <laughs> you know, so anyway, so uh, one year I did the like, assemble computers and I learned everything from this is, how to assemble I am mean,
0: just trying to put it in perspective. This is after you have served the nation for six years. Six years. Where, where come you come course. in,
1: everybody's saluting you, you are a class one guest officer, you sign, you can sign. And then up. you come out and then you start. You're back to square one, sir. right? You're so, selling Door to door, almost like office to office. office no? Yeah. I had a very bad experience. Somebody asked me to stand there. Okay. And trust me, that, you know, I was, guys like you were saluting me sometime back. <laughs> I'm a classroom desk officer. I'm a voluntary winner And yeah. you asked me to stand there, right? And I said, okay, you know what? I'm in a role of a salesperson. I'm here to sell something. I'll do that and go. So, Anyway, that that those things happen in life. You know, sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. I would say how do you manage this? It is
0: still up. It is still up that you change your role and and you could still adapt to it. Even when you had served in I mean, if you are a Saudi officer, there is a certain respect that you would get both from civilians as well as your own men and rank. But then you come out and you are a salesperson
1: and then you have a new role, you have a new responsibility, and that adaptability. I think it's a, it's a great thing. It is, and and you have to do that. I remember going to BSNL office and saying, "Madam, uh, you know my line line is not working, mm. and uh, it's very important that this line has to be connected uh, because my parents are here and I'm elsewhere." So I talk. To them and say, "Support your army officer. We are on the lead."
0: <laughs>
1: this is long back, though the you know people don't talk to trade respect we get from the, you know, from our own people for whom you fight, right? But then, uh, so I sold it for one year, and then my wife said, you know what, why did you leave on? You wanted to be a journalist, right? And you didn't want to do this. So why are you doing this? And I said, I told my wife, listen, if I have to do it, I can't do it in India, Mm -hmm. because I don't want to do it in India. Or Macau of journalism is, Mm -hmm. that's where I want to go. Or those days, uh, I don't know how many of you know this. Education fair made Lati Char Votha. Lati Char. You couldn't go like this the very closest, right? Uh, Taj, Krishna, Taj, Krishna mean I got Because uh, under education fair or no though <laughs> me, those kilometer car. So I said that is one. And second is money. It will cost me about, I think it was about twenty-five thousand pounds or thirty thousand pounds. You know, I said that kind of money, where do you get it? So that's where I got I another mean, lady who was. You know, she's a, she's a she's sick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the panga-taker, right? Uh-huh. She said, come, let's go. So she pulled us trains The education fair was going on. So we went and met all those guys. And, you know, I said, okay, five colleges picked up. And my wife was, was about to go to London to, to do her uh, Master, master's. Uh, so uh, this is So she dropped that. She rather took my papers and landed there. And I know her dad paid for the ticket because she said she's going for locum. She didn't go for locum and she went, delivered all my applications. Because those days you had to apply the applications. So then the university applied, it says, you know, uh, so I got from three uh, universities, but the challenge was now where do you get the money from? So then started two months of going to Allahabad bank and talking to many of them. Finally, after two months, we got the loan. He said, "I'm giving you because your doctor. Uh, right Why to the doctor? And tabhi <laughs> Who sees a pay I said, okay, to okay. Now, visa Then visa time. to Chennai. Chennai. You have to uh, pay 400 rupees for a person to stand in the queue at night. Okay. So next day morning, if you're lucky, you go and stand. Get there. Get the spot. So we paid somebody. stood there. I I remember my birthday was on the line. Oh, so my wife said, to hell with this, let's go back. She came back to uh, Hyderabad. She again pulled some strings. I don't know what she does. She done me some magic. She found, I don't know the education counselors of them. So we found one of them. Uh, I remember in uh, Begumpet, went to them, put all the files. They said, okay, come to Chennai again. I a ticket form. Again, we went by train, luckily got it. And I remember the visa lady looked at it and said, how will you pay this uh, you know fee? And I said, I'll pay. And she looked at it and said. And like to me, it looked like you know, like she's rejecting it. No, no, she's stamped a you know, and she was like another economic migrant who's going to go and sell vegetables. I landed up in in, in London. But she and, did actually give you. No, visa familiar. Yeah. So, yeah, I
0: my U.S. visa was rejected. So, how would you fund it?
1: On my so anyway, I landed up in London and first thing in my mind was that I a vegetable the pe <laughs> 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 petrol station. Because most of the students are there. So, uh, I still remember that a- poche- you know, uh, we were sharing a room and everybody was like, petrol room. Pe so anyway, I, I was very serious that I had gone there for a reason and I wanted to finish my degree and then out, right? I wanted to do something else. And I did masters in j- international journalism and I was specializing in computer reporting. So, uh, That's, guess, so is it because of your 4G background? 4G, 4G, 4G. background, 4G. you know, understand right. uh, So fast forward, I, I got a job into a, this is where the computer, thing, uh, the hardware. So I applied for a, there used to be a brand called computer okay yeah. i, I, I computer. London. Yeah. so i joined them straight first three months i was so they that the topper in london was selling eight systems a month first month i started with 12 went on to 20 because you' sold in india sold in <laughs> india and, and and you know inside out right so so when somebody would come a configuration with the national see experience how do you connect what i told you you gain experience, they are dots. So how do you connect the dots of experience and make sense of it? I don't know what, I never thought of it. Remember you were asking me, do you, do you think of it? No, you don't. But when you have an experience, do you connect them to make sense of it? So what I sold here for one year paid me off for my expenses in London for three months. I bashed up somebody because he called me, you are the Pakistani, he called me something. And I couldn't take it from Pakistan, as the 4G, I passed him up and obviously I was fired from the job, you know, uh, and then I joined the BNQ, and right. And again, my 4G experience, and learned everything there, uh, in, you know, how the aisles work. So it helped me when I launched my own stores in Hyderabad, uh, it was a you know, grocery stores. So not very many know, uh, I was the first one to launch grocery stores inside Gelleric community And the first store was in Aparna. That time, all this it's complicated component. Uh, uh, component, in fact, they used to have no space dedicated for grocery stores. This was in 2008, okay. so we so got some good ideas here. So that's how, you know, uh, so when I, when I was about to finish my uh, master's degree, I happened to run into an advertisement in the college which said, you know, uh, beyond grocery for uh, $1, 200 dollars, 200 pounds, and I saw. Okay, great. Let me, you know, put a paper for it. So I, I presented a paper, which was to do a documentary on rebuilding Afghan afghan challenges of rebuilding Afghanistan. Okay. So I put it up, and so they would give 200 dollars for six students. Mm. So they saw my thing, and they said, "You know what? Are you ready to go to Afghanistan?" I said, "Yes." They said, "Okay, we'll give you six Oh. Half of it. Because mm-hmm. In the history of neon, the first time they gave half of it. So I took that. So I was supposed to go for seven days to Afghanistan to do this documentary. So I took this, uh, took, a, took a visa from UK. So this is from London to, to, Tabul, to Afghanistan. Kabul to Afghanistan. So I got into a flight and landed in Kabul, uh, stayed in Gurdwara. Uh-huh. And Gurdwara Pani panning you so I'll just take a minute to share. So Gurdwara Pani panning you because it was all wrong. So I used to go to this there was a fire. which visit of the bomb 2002 And they but they used to have a toilet and washroom in the lobby area. So I used to go every day morning, use the washroom, and wash yourself up clean and you know change over. security guard. because I had to do interview right? So I would go and so what I did was six hundred dollars plus two hundred I saved a pound and two hundred I saved from my you know, uh, work there. So 800 pounds, I gave 200 dollars to the local translator and remaining for stay and travel. for seven days we interviewed here. And last day he said, you know, uh, there is an NGO, you know, maybe you should go and meet the US NGO, which is into media. Okay. And then, when the interview finished, John West, who changed my course of life, uh, he said, uh, would you like to take a project here? Where is <laughs> Afghanistan? I said, what is it? We are launching media here, okay, and we want to train, uh, you know, uh, create a map, media map for Afghanistan. I said, let's do it. And uh, he said, but you have to write your exam. And then I said, the day I finished my last paper, I'm here, okay. right? So I went to London, wrote my exam. When I started class, are you
0: lazy? crazy? you Don't get you PR if
1: you stay, you know, you can stay for two more years and you can look for other things. I said, you know what? Two things. I'm getting a real life experience there and I don't think I would ever get an opportunity to repay my loan. Okay. Right. So I took the next flight last exam. Took my flight. I didn't even come home. I straight went to Delhi, Delhi to Kabul. And I met my parents after two years my wife, after two years after that. Because one year, is there, one year. Is there. So then I went to learn Kabul and that's it. Kabul. Kabul. And so seven days trip. Turned out to be 14 years in Afghanistan. So I went to Afghanistan in 2002. I came out in 2016.
0: 14 years in Afghanistan. That I mean, you would be amongst the longest-serving foreign, national foreign nationals. Foreign nationals surviving, I would say, surviving foreign nationals to come out of Kabul. So what was your experience there in Kabul? I mean, it's a difficult place. I mean, there are no facilities. Perhaps uh, language would be a barrier. Did you learn? Yes. No, but, uh,
1: uh, I learned for RC, RC, which was very close to, so again, John West was a big motivation. So John West, yeah. so John West uh, 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 is an ex BBC uh, journalist, producer, and he was, he was, working, he was a country director on uh, inter News, which is a media NGO funded by the US government. Uh, they helped in set up media uh, FM radio stations, print, all that. So. Uh, so John West was country director and he would speak fluent English, uh, Dari. Dari, you know, like any other British who would go there and learn the culture. And every time I would hear him speak Dari, I would say, but then I couldn't do formal classes. Uh, but then I learned Dari from the street. Okay. Taxi you driver know, came to a point where I would converse. Eventually when I left Afghanistan, my staff, uh, so I turned entrepreneur from journalist again I'll come back to that I turned entrepreneur from from a journalist content reporter in Afghanistan where I had about 600 plus staff uh, and you know I, I then I would converse with them in passing so yeah learn the local language so challenges are, so uh, when I went to Afghanistan you know I I went in as a uh, to do to be a project manager on this media project uh, as part of the project, we were to go around Afghanistan, looking at what's happening in the media space. And I traveled to all the four directions. You know, I went up north to Kunduz, uh, on the west to Herat, down south Kandahar, Jalalabad on the west, east. All of that, and you know, prepared that and see, it was a six-month project. Uh, so and the, so, I learned my first experience of project management. Mm-hmm. Right? Those days there was no degree called project management. Right? So I'm a hands-on. See, project management but also did a lot of mistakes. And uh, John West was, you know, really annoyed with me in many things because I was not able to deliver on things that was required because I was a journalist. I was not a management guy, no MBA to my name, right? And to his credit, I learned that from him that he put up with me. First two months, he realized that I was not the guy for this project, right? But he, what he did was he hired another person for the project, for the project part. And I would do the outdoor, go around doing the outdoor work, and uh, this lady would do the issues. And again, Indian National, she would do the writing part and everything else. And that I took in my, you know, as a you know, mantra in mind. As a leader, when I see somebody cannot perform, I need to give that person the chance. Even if it means I need to create an extra resource. Yeah, so you'll have to. Enable that further, yes. whatever it takes. Because it was easy for John West to file me. Perfect. Right? And uh, he didn't. And so that was one. Then immediately I moved on to another project, which was setting up the first women owned, uh, operated FM radio station. In Afghanistan. In France, In Kabul. Uh, no, in Herat. In Herat. So that was funded by a Canadian uh, NGO. Mm-hmm. So did that. That was a good experience. Again, redemption. I was done going to so that uh, completed uh, successfully as part of the re, uh, same project, also launched the e magazine. Uh, sorry, a, a fortnightly magazine that connects to my my start of life fortnightly magazine. Right now, right? So learned how it is done, right? how you build a team, all of that, and then finished that project. And then I was hired by a French NGO, again a media NGO, to launch a monitoring project. Okay, it was media, monitoring. media monitoring project because first present election is coming. In. Okay, right. So I was running a team of uh, forty people working twenty-four by seven, you know, and, and monitoring all the. Uh, uh, so this was the
0: media in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan?
1: Media in Afghanistan. Media. As to what they were talking about yeah. in Afghanistan, right? Yeah. So uh, did that project successfully, and uh, learned there how to handle a bigger team. And I, I believe that somehow the stars were getting me ready to do bigger things. Right. And I ran into another Indian uh, friends. Come up with the idea of launching a media yeah. event management company. So we all like, great, let's launch this. So we launch a uh, company called Third Eye in, okay? yeah. in yeah. Afghanistan. An event management? Yeah, program. event management. i will lying, this for Bollywood stars. Oh, okay. So, what okay. do Sonu Nigam, okay. Sunil Shetty, my name is Sek, and uh, Johnny Walker. Okay. in didn't sign up, kar gaya, but oh, those two guys. Th- Johnny Lever, sorry, Lever. Yeah, but Johnny, yeah. Johnny Lever. Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker. So John Lever. <laughs>
0: <can you> <laughs> oh. yeah.
1: So we got Sunikam to the concert. Oh. I was part of the event co organized Right? So Hamana was dance house ho tha. Uh, in the Kabul Stadium, there were about uh five to seven thousand people, women, girls, all dancing to Surudikam. And as luck would have it, the whole stage collapsed. <laughs> so just towards the end of 30 minutes before the Program would finish because all these guys got on top. <laughs> Josh, meinna. this is like an Indian's barrage. collapsed. And that ended up with us. Uh, so, all the sponsors to the event said, You have to refund all the money back because. Bad incident, No, nah. uh, Because the event not complete. <laughs> and the government ne case a case. So, the Supreme Court arose. You know, luckily, nobody died. Uh, and I want to make a mention of Samir Basin. For the first time in my life, I ever, I don't know how, how and when will I repay him? The uh, first time in my life, I actually knowingly, you know, cheated someone, right? I knew that I didn't have money to pay. He was a, uh, he had a, uh, he was a GSA for Indian Airlines. I needed tickets to send these people out oh. and we needed $20,000. I didn't have money. I called up Samir and said, Samir, I need the, need the tickets and I'll pay you tomorrow because I knew the sponsor was not paying. I lied to him, but I had to get these guys out. So, so whenever Sona Nigam and his we put them on the thing and then send them out. I paid him almost after about a year, the whole money. But I remember that I knew that I did not have the money, but I lied to him. You know, that pricks me even today, but I don't know how to redeem that. Someday we'll, uh, so uh, the whole thing collapsed, Sona went back. And I remember next day I was at the Kabul stadium. All these vendors were there. We had to pay them, right? And one of them was carrying a AK-47. He puts it to my uh, chest and he says, money now or I will shoot. So if you want to shoot and if you get money, do it. it. I said, I will not leave Afghanistan till I pay you money. But you have to give me time. And one of my uh, co-founders was trying to escape. They caught him at the airport. They got him back. And I said, guy, you know, you can't do that. You can't run away. I was very clear. I remember. I called up my wife that night and I said, I'm in trouble. I have to pay this money because it was $250,000. Okay. This is 2005. And I had just come out of, uh, I, I still had my loan on my head. Right. And here is $250,000. And I told my wife, I don't know how long it will take. Again, if I keep doing the uh, media work, it pays me 3000 euros, which means I got but I was very clear, I could not leave the country until I had paid all these guys. So again, I was blessed. My wife said, do what it take, takes. So just to add for you girls, you know, uh, in the first 10 years of my marriage, uh, me and my wife, so 10 years means 3650 days, right? Uh, me and my wife lived together for 580 days. Mm-hmm. That is why I could do what I did. I could have never come. I could have never reached where I reached today. If my wife had not stood by me all along, all along. Not a single complaint as to she you she not
0: a cardiac she, person. Man. She's a
1: cardiac she, she, she,
0: she has a big heart.
1: But a heart you know, 365 days maybe you're living only 500 days, you know, distant relationship. But again, I think Indian wives, Indian girls, you know, they are built or you know room that way. So, anyway, I just thought I would make a mention. Uh, so uh uh, so I told my wife and she said, whatever it takes, can't help it. Right? And I uh, remember, I was thinking what to do and somebody came and said, uh, there is a gentleman who wants to meet you. I said, okay, this time it was like, jobi, jobi dega, vai, kaam walo, paisa so I went to him and he said, you know what? Uh, I've been wanting to launch a company. and I think you're the guy. I said, why me? He said, uh, if you can bring Solikam to Afghanistan. Again. You know, no, no, Kaliba. Yeah, So I think you can do any of it. I said, okay, what's the work? Don't tell me another actor. He said, see, I want to not you'll be contract here. Because US is doing so much work here. And you are army guy and you've done this. I think you can do it. Uh, his name was C. Bhagavadri, Afghan Canadian. And I said, the coach, I can only work if you pay me a salary. He said, I'll pay you a salary for six months. Mm-hmm. Okay, after that, we'll have a Revenue partnership, share, partnership, yeah. we will become pro- share, uh, profit, uh, sharing in profits. I said, mm-hmm. So I started writing proposals for him. Again, uh, I was so This laughing. is military contract. military contract. Uh, third month, I won the first contract for about $300,000. Uh, fourth, fourth month, we won for half a million dollars. By the end of sixth month, we already had a million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Right? And Asif called up and said, Listen, how much debt you, you have? He said 200,000 here. Obviously we had divided all three way to divide. My share was about 70 odd thousand dollars plus that so he said, what if, because I was still doing journalism, right? He said, what if you had a million dollar account and you could clear up? I said, it was a million dollar. He said, but you have to leave journalism. Okay. Okay. Again, the choice. And I knew this, I, I had to make this call someday. I called up my wife again and said, you know what, I delete journalism. She said, what are you trying to do? I said, see, again, if I see what I'm seeing right now, this is the place I think we can do it, but I promise I'll come back to journalism. I don't know when, in what form, but I will come back to journalism. That was 2005. Uh, okay, I came back to journalism in 2019. What do you need Yes, and all these 14 years it was mostly military contract. Military contracting. But I used to always do this all through this. Whenever I would get a camera, I he's already seen that I've got over seven, eight different cameras. Hard generation camera I would buy, record. I did in between I did a documentary for on Hyderabad for UN. I did lot of I would do a lot of shoots wherever I would go. I did a podcast when podcast was still not there. You know, so just to be there, you know, doing that. So passion, you know, we are talking about right how you You know, you will find that way. This is what I want to do. So I got into military contracting. Fast forward, I fast forward all this. We ended up doing, by the time I finished, we did about $600 million contract in Afghanistan military contract. And I was the biggest non-US citizen who was doing kind of a half-billion dollar worth contract in the US government. Uh, Here we had another challenge. Two of my, so they were trying to kidnap me. But that evening, as luck would have it, my two guys went out and they got kidnapped. So, 28 days I had to do hostess negotiation. If you go and search online, uh, you will see if you search for Naim, uh, Naim on, on, on the thing, uh, Kabul Naim and, and kidnapping, you'll see his thing, story there. So, I did hostess negotiation for 28 days. Uh, and and them out. Both of them, like I said, we will not leave this place without having them with me. And I got them, threw them out. Handed over Naeem to his parents his and his family, family we're done. and Guru to his family in Nepal. And guess what? Fast forward when I decided to go to Iraq in 2016. Uh, I said Afghanistan said, was not sufficient that you go to out. So in 2016, when I wanted to go to Iraq, uh, but, uh, so Naeem said, Sir, I want to come with you. I said, Did you ask your wife? Did you ask your uh, parents? And uh, he said, I've spoken to them, but my dad would like to talk to you. I said, Fine. So he called up and he said, I know that you will get him back I said no don't say that I said no I know that you will do everything in your capacity that is something that I always cherish you know very close to me that you know two of my guys I I will I will not be able to disclose but we did pay but me and my partner we said whatever it is we want our guys out safe we want them and we I had to go and pick them at night at two o'clock because they had left them in a the jungle somewhere, Desert So this is where I also also talk about crisis. When Hiddish, when in crisis, what kind of leader you are, right? All my life there have been different crises, and in all those crises, one thing I know is which I blow my trumpet loud and, and I tell my son this: that when you're hit with the crisis, you got to be the coolest person in the room. You cannot be freaking out, which I see many leaders do it because they, because they start shouting. The team starts losing because if something has gone wrong, it has gone wrong. Yeah. If you shout, <clears throat> they will not think straight. They are expecting you to lead them. So whether it was the operation that I did in Afghanistan, where sorry, in, in India, where I got the Senna medal, mm-hmm. but it was the first blast that I covered in Afghanistan okay first suicide bombing you know i paid uh, i covered that thing and gave it to you abby press for every minute thousand dollars right everybody was running away and i was running in with my camera right? because i knew this was the moment i had to get right uh, whether it was you know when when the whole soundical thing happened and whether it was when my two were fucking up i remember something happened something in me just went shh, you have to think straight and I remember those, that, that was the first, that was the eighth match, I think fourth match of IPL 2008, when he got mm-hmm. kidnapped. We were all sitting like this. Uh, Watching in you. that, no, no, we were having a discussion. Uh, and we were in that particular project in Herat, uh, 120 people were there, all of them sitting there, uh, 40 of them Indians. Uh, we were all sitting, and this guy comes in and says, Sir, you have Both of kidnapped by Taliban. And I remember for a moment, everybody went shh. And I said, Okay, I will talk to so let us finish the discussion that we are supposed to happen. You know, it's like, I could have you know Where these guys go? What happened? You know, because they expect leadership from me. Alright, mm-hmm. one quick add. So what, what do you think I did after the failure of Sonu Nigam? I did another show. I got jajit Singh on my wife's birthday in Kabul on 17th March. Did she also joined. Yeah, she joined. Yeah, that's nice. So he performed in Kabul. And I didn't get a single penny for it, but just that redemption that I was able to complete a concert successfully from A to Z. Mm-hmm. So I went to Samir again. Okay. In okay. <laughs> so we both did together and, uh, I told him you are the front end. I will do everything required in the back end. So we did all that. I did all that. And finally the thing happened and he went back. And again, as I said, when Sir Singh the piece performed, perform, what did and left? I could feel that the same movement, jab, I was doing that. So drill, mm-hmm. I could feel here yeah, that redemption. Okay. redemption, you know, I failed once. But second time, because it's all about, you may fail once. Can you redo that again? Right. So I did that and perfect. You know, you go on. So anyway, fast forward, uh, uh, 2016, finally, we, uh, contracts were coming to an end. US Army was about to go back. Me and my partner, Sikh, uh, decided to look for other areas. In between, I went to South Sudan for one year. While this was all happening, uh, I went to Haiti for six months. Uh, I did, because I did some UN contracts. Haiti? Haiti would be like Switzerland after South Sudan. <laughs> yeah, after South Sudan. Yes. So I was there for, uh, for a while uh, and traveled quite a bit. Got opportunity to travel as part of contracting, mostly as part of contracting. And uh, then uh, we went to uh, and and Iraq, Currently, we have an oil blending facility there. That's another story for another day, uh, which started off and had it's 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 right now going through that phase where all kind of ups and downs are going on. A lot of investment is stuck there, uh, but nonetheless, uh, uh, you know, it's still on. I'm not left. I'm not giving it giving up on this. So, 2014, I started from asking. Yeah, you know, startups. And uh, so a friend of mine, when I was in San Jose visiting again, somebody said, go to India in 2014 because startup culture is going to move there. So that's the right place to launch this. So I came here, I still remember 2014 to 2016 that I would go and say, ask mentor, mentoring for startup, and the entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs would always say, why do I need mentoring? Yeah. So maybe when I get funding, I'll ask for mentor, you know, do I have to pay you for it? So that was the awareness, but right in 2016, every person on LinkedIn was a mentor, right? everyone. Who had never been an entrepreneur, everybody was a mentor, so I said, You know what? This is not going to do what it's supposed to do. I said, I took a step back, I said, I'll wait for a while for this whole thing to settle down, and in the meantime, I'll see what to do. So, I spent 2016 to 2019 being part of the uh, community, from from community, community, being at the events, talking to people, kissing talking the talk, you know, uh, and then be part of it. That is their first time I realized. That the startups needed a platform to tell their, tell story. their story, right? And I went back, and it was that Eureka moment where I literally said, "What do I have? I have a journalism experience. I can invest. I don't need to look for seed you fund. You know, I'm prepared to start something new." And there is a need. And again, one week not, I, I didn't go out asking anybody. You know, I agree, all that needs to be done. But I am more of a guy who goes with my own guts than actually go out and check out Yes, that could be the reason why I film some of the things, but I don't care. Because I know how I will fix it up again. So, started, I started my story TV and people were like, how do you compete with mainstream media? And I said, I am not competing with mainstream media. I am creating my own space. is on the visual space. right? The way, because And the first time somebody said, uh, really, what the a validation to me was the uh, summit of uh, Sage One Investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he handles about, I think, 6,000 crores of investment. And I was at I went and I was including him. And I asked him at the end, What do you think of my story?" He said, You know what you're doing? He said, No, you're doing Bloomberg of India. Bloomberg uh, is all online, right? It's got a satellite. I said, you I got my, you know, the thing Absolutely. I wanted, you know? that's it. And I never looked back from it. And, that's an a
0: lot of stuff. Uh, I don't, we can't conclude this in that sense, but let's say uh, I always come back to our primary audience almost uh, which is young, young at heart as well, just to capture that market as well. So if, there are, if, I know you have, you have done this thinking back and change stuff, but if you were to go back to when you were, let's say 23, and you're right in your college, you're still looking at options. If you have to re- redo something there, if you're oh, so why would you give your yourself to a young this, and this is how you should do it? You could try and travel back. What would you tell Sulicati then
1: when he is 23? Yeah, thought of that. <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, what would I tell them, but 23. Uh, 23- because I think I did everything that twenty three would do in the in army, right? Go crazy, go around go chasing people that's a twenty-one then. I wish okay. I had met my wife early.
0: Okay. But how would you that? By the way, she's happen? my uh,
1: she's from same school I was. Uh-huh. Okay, she was the cream of the cream, top 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 one, and I was from the bottom. Uh, and I ran into her by accident. You no. Know? So how uh, can you work? School parents, right? Or do they so, because we are 86 batch. I met my wife after, from, after 86, I met her in. Uh, I had no connect as to what she was doing. I met her in 95, so almost for 10 years. And after I was commissioned in the army and I was secretary of the war and all. Uh, and another common friend from the same school said, Mona Lisa said, Hey, you're here. And she, and I don't know how she got my number. She said, Let's meet at, you know, uh, at Anita's place. I said, okay, Where is she? She said, Here. I said, Oh, okay, okay. And we ended up there again, just to share with you guys. Uh, I met my wife at 10.30, At uh, 12.30, I told her that I'm marrying you and I left. That's real quick. Still uh, 12.30, I told her that I, I didn't even ask her whether she would be interested. In me. I told her, you know what? Uh, I'll come and meet your dad and I'm going to marry you. And I don't know what it was, but then I think I, so if, if anything I could change would be to meet my wife early. You already met her. Uh, I met her at 95. That was 25. At 23, I would, have, I would I would. rather want to meet my wife at 23. Probably there will be different, more changes to my life. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that's really interesting. Thank you so much, initiative uh, for joining us today. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I think I took up all the time.